Hello, hello, hello. I am fired up. Thank you so much for tuning in. Sitting here in my, uh, my little prayer spot right here. And uh, wanted to share some, some news with you guys. Thank you again for tuning in this live stream. What a, what a blessed day. So uh, what I'm hearing, and this is, you know, not being reported anywhere to my knowledge yet. So you're going to hear, you know, pretty much breaking news. Um, and I'm trying to, you know, just um, confirm these things, but I'm going to share them with you guys. Um, so last, last night, obviously, I did that pretty fired up uh, broadcast uh, with regard to Pastor Arthur. Uh, as you guys, many of you know, I was out there in Colorado with him and um, you know, with him pretty, pretty close to before he left, uh, to head back to Canada. Many of my dear friends, one of my dear friends was actually right with him until the very end. Um, and then, you know, he landed and, uh, we saw that, that viral video of him getting arrested, which, you know, I think many of us, I know for me, it was very heavy to watch. Um, you know, just unbelievable. I was praying that he would be able to spend time with his family. I was praying that, um, you know, that was his desire. He had just been in the United States for so much time going around the country, standing for righteousness, trying to wake up the church, speaking truth. And then, you know, he really felt led in his heart to go back. Many people said, don't go back, but he felt led in his heart to stand, to go back, to face his giants. We talked about this last night. And then I went to bed, you know, many, millions of people, I really believe millions of saints around the world, even though this is not being picked up, by the mainstream corporate media, you know, millions of people around the world through social media and, and alternative media have heard of this situation with Pastor Archer Pulowski. And so many, many millions of saints have been praying and interceding and, you know, doing everything that we can to help him in this battle financially, different things. And so uh, I was able to confirm today, this morning, pretty much right when I woke up, uh, through one of his family members that Pastor Archer did get released last night, uh, according to this family member at 12 a.m. around that time. I, again, this is the only source that I'm hearing it from is directly from a family member. And uh, so we're, we're just reporting to you what we've heard. There could be some other details that we don't know, uh, but this family member said he was released. Now, another person close to this situation, uh, somebody probably at the same you know, maybe a little bit more close than me uh, to the situation said, and I wanted to just kind of share this with you because I think it's powerful that people um, outside of the prison area where he was being held, or, you know, I, I think it was just a jail that he was being held in, in Alberta, uh, you know, they were blowing the shofar. They were blowing the shofar and, and it freaked out the guards. <laughs> it freaked out the guards. And um, so, you know, again, I, I can't confirm this uh, yet, uh, but, but it seems to be credible. So I'm going to go ahead and share it with you guys. Uh, but, but that's what I'm hearing from this pretty credible person uh, that, the, you know, the shofar was blown and the guards were freaked out. And, you know, I don't know if they released him because of that, but uh, all these people were outside blowing the, blowing the trumpet in Zion. Come on. And uh, within, you know, a couple of, you know, hours from him being arrested. And they're saying that the charges, again, this is all brand new information. So I can't confirm it as of yet. I, I can confirm from the family member that he's been released. I have not seen 
reporting in the mainstream media yet. Usually Rebel News is on it. I haven't even seen from them. Maybe maybe since I've looked last, they've updated. Uh, but this is just strictly from family members and people in the in the church uh, that said that he was released, and that uh, I'm hearing from other sources that there were trumpets blown. You know the the the, the shofar was blown, and uh, and the and the guards were trembling in fear. And, uh, and hallelujah, he was released. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Release, release, release. Thank you, Lord. Uh, so, man, just a testament. And I think we need to, this, we, we really need to learn from this, saints, because, and, I, and I'm not saying that this battle is done, although I do think that we've already seen a great victory here. Uh, we need to keep praying, contending for this man of God. He is going to continue to have these services. Uh, he's not going to stop. The other charge that was against him was for baptizing his daughter and not wearing a mask, apparently. Uh, just insane things. And so anyways, uh, but, but the saints of God prayed, interceded, fasted, blew the trumpet, blew the shofar, and the Lord responded. And so I just want to give you that praise report because I think it's powerful. Uh, and and it really, we should our key takeaway here should be that we should never underestimate the the power of prayer and i think you know if i if i could just speak to a couple of other things as i report this you know we, we're going through this this season and it's a tough season many many people are troubled their their spirit they're heavy you know there's a heaviness and, and many of you have written me and you've told me that you you know you become discouraged and some of you have been like is the lord gonna move and i just i just want to encourage you today that, you know, first of all, it's not what happens in the natural. It's what happened. The battle is being fought and won in the supernatural. It's not, you know, even though there's, there are things that are manifesting here in the natural, the battle is being fought and won in the secret place. And if, if there's a key takeaway or something that we can learn as the ecclesia, as the body of Christ in this, is this is where we fight our battle. You know that song, this is how we fight our battle, literally. That's, you know, we've got to understand the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. The battle is, is not flesh and blood, but, you know, we're fighting against strongholds and principalities. And there's a wicked, wicked plan. There's a wicked plan where the enemy is trying to put fear in the body of Christ and fear in the hearts of man, where people would operate in fear. They'd be paralyzed. They'd be weakened. They'd be discouraged. And the Lord equips us in his word. Do not grow weary in doing good. Put on the full armor of God. You know, um, he tells us very clearly, he's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And, you know, these things, that these scriptures are really coming to life in this time, because if you think about a sound mind, well, we need to have a, so we're not conformed to the things of this world, but we're transformed by what? The renewing of our mind. See, the Lord knew in his word, he knew in his word what was to come. And we are, you know, we're end time saints. And people always write me every time I say that. And they say, well, is it the end times? You know, I personally think we're in the birth pangs. I don't think we're in the tribulation yet, but I think we're on the cusp of that. I think we're going to see with the Lord. I'm going to share with you guys what the Lord has, has told me, you know, prophetically in my prayer time. And, and I have to be careful and wise in doing this because, you know, they, they'll take it and, and put it into a bunch of different video clips and, Pastor Todd, extremist pastor, you know, they're calling the, the word of God extreme now. I think you guys know that. They're calling, you know, biblical Christianity, core Christian doctrine, you know, real biblical Christianity. They're calling it hate speech. They're calling it extreme. 
You know, you're extreme if you believe Jesus is coming back. You know, you're extreme if you, if you hold fast to the entirety of the word of God and you teach it. That's not extreme, saints. I don't care what they try to say. Listen, Satan is the accuser of the brethren. I'm going to stand on the entirety of the word of God. We're not going to capitulate. We're not going to cave. We're not going to bow down. The enemy has always want, wanted the saints, if you think about this, or the church, or you know, even the, in the days of Israel, you know, before Jesus had come in the flesh as fully God and fully man, in the old covenant, the same thing. If you think of Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, the enemy has always wanted us to bow. He's always wanted us to bow. Think about that. And, and, and Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, they did not bow. What this is in this season, it's a testing, it's a shaking. If Donald Trump would have just continued on in his presidency, and there would have been no, you know, it would have just gone from term one to term two, this shaking would have not been allowed to occur. Now, this is a tough thing. This shaking is rough. It's tough. Like, oh my goodness, we really have to go through this? I mean, it's so... I don't know if you saw the uh, the governor, the new governor, you know, the interim governor of New York, and, and she came out in this uh, in this video. She was speaking at it appeared to be a church. I think it was like a Christian cultural center or something like that. But she was up there, and it was like to me, it was blasphemous. I mean, she was she was trying to come from a stance of saying like you know like she's a Christian and like she's like I need my I think it's like I need my apostles or you know disciples or whatever to go out there and tell everybody to get the V okay I mean it was so wicked what she was saying and and anybody with discernment could see that I mean it was literally to me it reminded me of like a you know witch I mean what she was saying again this is my opinion okay but it's so blatant it's so in our face right now the wicked agenda of the enemy and and the battle that's light versus darkness that's happening right now right and why is the mainstream media so interested in my feed that mainstream publications, how weird is that? Mainstream publications, okay, of the, of the mainstream corporate media, why do they read, why do they read my posts? Why do they watch my videos and then splice them up and try to take my words out of context? Why, why would, I mean, there's millions of people that are out there. How many people are on Facebook? Like billions? Billions of people on Facebook all around the world doing live streams and speaking. What in the world? How is it that they would, would single out like a guy like me, you know, out here in Nashville? You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you why. Because they know that we're over this remnant community. And by the way, this is nameless and faceless. This is not about a name. It's not about a ministry. But I'm trying to make a point here. They're doing this because this group and you with discernment and you with wisdom and you that are that are hearing from the Holy Spirit, and you're hearing, and that's why. Because they know we're over the target. They're not, they're not concerned about what some other guy out there is saying that's just a bunch of gibberish or nonsense. The demonic knows your name. I know Peter, I know Paul, but who are you? The demonic knows the name of the remnant warriors. The demonic understands that we're over the target, that we're empowered by the Holy Spirit, that we're getting words of wisdom and knowledge. And we understand from a spiritual standpoint what's happening right now, you know? And so I'm going to, I'm going to take some questions in a minute, but I just think it's really important that I get this out there. Okay. So what, if we would have just gone from, from, you know, one term of Trump to another, this season would not have been you know, able to take place. What this is, it's a separation of the wheat from the chaff. You're, you're seeing this, this right before play out in real time. 
you're seeing the people that are willing to stand for righteousness, that are willing to stand for the entirety of the word of God. And you're seeing the separating. It's very painful because there's people that we would not have thought that are, that are capitulating, that are conforming, as I said earlier. People that we probably wouldn't have thought were like, oh my gosh, I've listened to that guy for like, you know, 15 years and, he, and he's, he's taught solid word, you know, and all of a sudden it's like he just caved. And, you know, I've noticed this over the years. And my mom actually mentions this a lot too. She's a great woman of God, by the way. But she'll, she, she says people, sometimes they don't end well. Like they'll have a powerful ministry for many, many years, but the enemy just gets them at the end. We've got to end well. We've got to end well. We've, we've got to follow this through all the way until we're in, in glory. It doesn't mean we're never going to sin. It doesn't mean we're not going to mess up sometimes, but we're going to do our very best to stay like that tree that's planted by the water. And remember what the word of God says, because the word of God is, is living. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The word of God is living. And what we're seeing happening right now, it's playing out right before her eyes, saints. It's the word is living. And so, you know, my friend, I was just talking with him, this amazing pastor. He's going he's gonna to release a word, so I'm not going to share any of that word. But it's in agreement with these things that we're saying. But, you know, this, this time had to happen. This time had to happen because we would not see we're going through this refiner's fire, but there's another one in the fire. There's another one in the fire and there's power and agreement and there's power and encouragement of the saints. When you see that Jesus is with us, even until the end of the age, we don't just say these things. We say them because they're true and they're empowering so that you know who you are and what you're able to do. And that's, that's why the devil is scared because he's scared of an empowered church and what's coming out of this shaking What's coming out of this season of shaking, which is uncomfortable, it's uncomfortable, and it's probably unlike, for most of us at least, unlike anything we've ever seen before. It's uncomfortable. There's a shaking and a separating, and, and we don't understand why did it have to be this way, Lord? Why did it have to be this way? But we understand why it had to be this way, because the church would not have awakened. The church would not have awakened. So, you know, there's a lot of different things simultaneously happening, Okay. I can't break down everything about Arizona right now, but listen, there were things that happened out of Arizona. The, the media is not going to report on it. Of course not. You know, and if I started breaking down everything, I mean, one thing I can tell you is there was 17,000 duplicate votes. Well, that right there is a major development. But are you hearing people reporting on that? No. If, if the AG of Arizona would have just done their job or, would, or, or they will do their job, maybe they're still in the process. Maybe they will. Or, or, the, or the state legislators, if they follow this through just based upon the facts, there's a lot of there there. But you're not going to hear that reported, saints. And we don't even know. Is, is there going to be any outcome difference? No, maybe not. Maybe so. Uh, you know, for me personally, I go back to what a lot of the prophets have said. Maybe some of these prophets are false. But, you know, I believe they're not all false. I believe some of these prophets, I know them personally. They're legitimate people. They're friends of mine. I know how they live their life. And I know they have a fear of the Lord and love of the Lord. And they're not just saying things haphazardly. So we've got to take this all into account. And we've got to pray this through. And this is in God's timing. It's not in our timing. And we don't know how it's all going to end up. Because only God really knows. But what I do see is a spark of revival. What I do see is saints of God pressing in. Like I have not seen in the ministry in 20 years. Saints of God pressing in. Going deeper in their faith being stretched, being equipped, you know? And this is, this is, I mean, if, listen, I'm obviously not God. I have no idea how he, I mean, his, his ways are not our ways. Thank God. Thank God. Don't follow Todd, follow God. Right. But the thing is like, you know, if I was, if I was, you know, if I look at it from a, like, does it make sense? Like, 
If God wanted to awaken his people, would he allow something like this to happen? That makes sense to me, doesn't it? That makes sense to me because when you see what's happening and the separating and the, and you know, there's something that's changing where now it's like people realize we can't just do tickling ears stuff. We can't just, you know, fog machines and, and skinny jeans and all that. And you know, I'm not making fun if you wear skinny jeans, but you know, it's just a funny saying. Uh, but the thing is like, it makes sense though. Like we, we've got to be really going deeper, going contending, you know, going deeper. We're going to start another fast here. And uh, we're going to announce the details of that fast. Again, Pastor Todd, again, you're going to fast? Yes, because we saw so much breakthrough in that last fast, the Psalm 64 decree. And we know that God is wanting to move. See, what I feel prophetically is that from now to like 2030, we're going to see a lot of stuff happen. There's going to be some major changes in our world. Uh, there might even be some changes in the financial, the way that things happen. You know, we might even lose the global reserve currency in that period of time. And you remember this, what I'm saying right now, because the United States has the global reserve currency. We might see a major shift in the way transactions and finances are done between now and 2030. I believe that. I believe they're, they're, the world is being set up and the enemy is trying right now to make it look like, boom, we're in the tribulation. It's done. But, but well, there's something that needs to happen and that's the great harvest, a great end time awakening. And I believe that's what we're on the cusp of. We're already seeing it. See, if you're out there and you're out there ministering all around the country or the world, different places, and you're out there, you're seeing the Lord moving in a, in a new way, in a fresh way. You're seeing the anointing. You're seeing miracles, signs and wonders. So, you know, taking that into account, you say, well, something's happening clearly. I mean, when I go out to the middle of nowhere and I see hundreds of people in a field worshiping the Lord, with a makeshift sound system, you know, th this is wow. You know, when I see uh, churches that have exploded outside of their building and now they have to meet with, you know, with tents because they can't fit the people in the, in the, in the services anymore. That's, you know, the Lord is moving. When I see my friend, you know, who had a, a beautiful facility that set, you know, a couple hundred people could fit in and now they're taking over a mega church because they can't fit their people in their old congregation. These are the types of things, my friends. When I see people all around the country gathering at the town square and worshiping the Lord and weeping, when I see people on the national lawn weeping before the Lord and repenting and blowing the shofar, these things, something is happening. The enemy doesn't want us to be fired up. The enemy doesn't want us to be. The enemy wants us to feel defeated, beat down, discouraged, feeling like nothing is happening. But God, remember Psalm 64, verse 7, but God shall shoot them with his arrow. And I think what we're seeing right now is a shooting of the arrow where there's going to be a shift and it's happening, but it's not going to be how we thought it was going to be. It may not look how we thought it was going to look, but God is moving and he is not done. Hallelujah. And so we have to understand the tools that we have in our toolbox, what we're able to accomplish through the power of the Holy Spirit and his anointing, because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. So the, who the sun sets free is free indeed, right? We're supposed to be operating where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. If we're, if we're, if we're operating under the anointing, where the spirit of the Lord is, that what happens out of that? Freedom, freedom, freedom. And so that's why we need to get the, the church needs to get empowered and anointed. And that's where we have to come out from the idols and come out from the, from the church of Laodicea and come out from the leaven and operate in the fullness. And that's where consecration comes in. And that's where the secret place comes in. Consecration, spending time in the secret place. Listen, when I got to Colorado and I shared this on the stage there, 
Oh, man, I feel the anointing right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Just worship him, guys. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you're good, Lord God. Oh, you're good. Just don't miss this right now. The Lord is moving right now. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Holy is your name, Yeshua. Holy is your name. Worthy. Somebody's getting a breakthrough right now. Somebody is getting a breakthrough right now that's watching this. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Receive it. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Listen, you've been going through something and you needed this word right now. The Lord is having me stop what I'm saying to tell you your breakthrough is now. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Listen, write me and let me know you got your breakthrough. I'm telling you, multiple people are getting a breakthrough right now. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Some of you have been allowing and it's okay. It's not that you're a bad person or you're doing anything wrong, but the spirit of fear has tried to come on you and we are understanding it's a spirit. It's a spirit. So we break the spirit of fear. We break the spirit of fear in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We break the spirit of fear. Hallelujah. That job that they tried to take from you. God says you're going get, to get, get a promotion. Don't worry. Don't worry. Listen, look at what just happened with Pastor Arthur. He, he faced his giant empowered by the Holy Spirit. And, and, and millions of people that were praying and fasting, he went in there and look at the, the fear came upon the, the people that were holding him. They released him. That's, this is the kind of stuff, saints. This is the kind of stuff. It's fast. It's happening. Your breakthrough is at hand. Re, just receive it in Jesus' name. It may not look like that in the natural, but that's because we have to receive it in the supernatural. What's bound on earth is bound in heaven. What's loosed on earth is loose in heaven. We have to understand the battle is in the supernatural. And so when the breakthrough comes, like right now, the Lord is availing to several people that are watching this. I feel it. He's, a, he's availing a breakthrough moment. And he's saying, if you receive it, it's like touching the hem of the garment of the Lord. If you receive it, receive it. Touch the hem of the garment right now. Walk on the water. Get out of the boat. Come on. So I'm telling you, I'm not going to move until somebody gets this because there's somebody that's still waiting. You're saying, is that me? You're literally asking, is he talking about me? Yes, I'm talking about you. There's your confirmation. There's your confirmation. This is you. It's for you. The Lord just came and gave this word. I felt the anointing and then the word came. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Receive that word right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Listen, if you've been watching these live streams for a while, you'll know this does not always happen. God is moving right now. There's a teacher. There's a teacher. Somebody that's watching that's a teacher. And the Lord is saying, it's you too. You too. There's other people too, but the Lord is saying there's a teacher that's been going through a battle, a huge battle. And God is saying, he's with you. He's with you. He hears your prayers. Do not give up. Do not bow down. See, this is the thing. The enemy wants us to bow. The enemy wants us to bow. And so if we stand and we don't bow, guess what? There's another one in the fire. And that other one in the fire is going to get us through. We're going to come out unscathed and untouched and anointed, anointed because we stood. See, the anointing increases when you stand. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. This is where the lie is coming. See, when they write the hit pieces about me, they try to demoralize me. When they make the lies up about me and they say, oh, he said this or he said that, they want me to just give in or just cave. But the Lord gives strategy. He says, go out, put out a statement, clear, clarify, just let them know exactly where you stand so that they can't put any words in your mouth. That's what we need to do. We need to outsmart the enemy. We need to overcome. See, we're not defeated. God will give us divine strategy, wisdom on how to navigate through this minefield. And even though they, the, the enemy is always accusing, that's what he does. He tries to put fear. It's a spirit. 
The demonic wants to put a spirit of fear so that you feel like you can't do anything. It's a lie from the pit of hell. Get up right now and stand. Get up right now over that situation and say, in Jesus' name, Satan, get behind me. Get behind me, devil. You are a liar. And you're a liar. And over this nation, we just speak over this nation right now. Wherever you are, you might be in Australia. You might be in Canada. You might be in Israel. You might be in the UK. You might be in Italy, Germany, France. It doesn't matter where you are. Start speaking life over your country, over your nation. Start speaking deliverance. The Lord, this is a worldwide event. It's a worldwide awakening of the ecclesia and a separating from the wheat from the chaff. This had to happen. If it didn't happen, it could not. Here we go. It could not have laid the foundation for the harvest. See, we wanted to be everything easy, microwave Christianity. We wanted it super easy, super, super easy. It's not super easy all the time. There's a cost. And so it had to be this way. And, and as many people are upset about it, I get it. Listen, his ways are not our ways. We'll understand it better by and by, right? But the, the, our job as saints is just to keep standing, to keep pressing in, to keep doing the things that the Lord tells us to do. He gives us all the tools in our toolbox. And as we do that, he takes us from glory to glory. He's the wind beneath our wings. The anointing breaks the yoke of bondage. We need to occupy until he comes. That's the word. And, and you know, don't worry about, oh, this didn't happen, that didn't happen. Listen, everything's in God's timing. Everything's in God's timing. You know, I think one of the problems is there's a lot of flesh too, where like all these people are saying different things and then flesh comes out. And the problem is then people are like, oh, didn't, that didn't happen or this didn't happen. Listen, get in the flow of the spirit. That's why I say sometimes watch who you're, who you're listening to. Be careful what you're putting in your, in your head, you know? And again, these people aren't bad people. What I'm saying is that we want to be walking, test the spirits. And walking in the anointing and the, and the discernment and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. In the mouth of two or more witnesses, my word shall be established. It should be in alignment with the word of God. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. And, and is the anointing there? Because that's the key. That's the key. Like, is there an anointing? Is there not an anointing? If there's an anointing, then we understand what's going on. God is moving. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, somebody's dealing with a marital issue right now too. The Lord just put that on my heart, a marital issue where you are wondering, should I continue? What should I do? And the Lord is just saying, go deeper in him. Go deeper in him. Start binding, start loosing. Understand the warfare. This is not, listen, when you're in that type of warfare, it's not, you're not battling with a person. You're battling with a spirit. So it's, you got to bind it. And you got to walk in the authority of the anointing of the Holy Spirit to understand. That's why I'm talking about spiritual warfare so much. You know, spiritual warfare, God gives us the, the understanding of how to navigate through the minefield because it is a minefield. You, somebody's dealing with a son that's a rebel. Same situation. Start interceding, praying over that son, declaring the word of the Lord over his life, okay? He's gonna come out of this. He's gonna come out of this. Lord, he's yours. He's a prodigal. We call him out of darkness in Jesus' name. See, this is what we gotta do. Bind, loose, spend time in the secret place, go deeper, go into the word of God, have revelation of the Holy Spirit. This is key. And that's how we're going to get through this as he's building this remnant army right now where he's connecting his real church, his ecclesia, whatever you want to call it. He's connecting us to understand there's more people that truly hunger and thirst for righteousness. Do you hunger and thirst for righteousness? This is a season to go deeper. This is a season to go deeper. God is moving. Listen, he's moving. Don't be discouraged. I know there's wicked stuff. It is so wicked. Some of this agenda, it is so wicked to see what they're trying to do. Wicked, wicked stuff. But we've got to remember, 
We've got to remember who we are in Christ and what we're able to do in the God that we serve who sits on the throne of glory, who's never left the throne of glory. He's not an archangel. He's omnipresent. He's omnipotent. He's the king of glory who sits on the throne. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, one more thing God's put in my heart. Somebody is dealing with a very bad health situation and the enemy is trying to discourage you. Oh my goodness. There's so much discouragement over this health. Somebody's proclaimed something. I think it's a doctor. They proclaim just a, a report, but the, the Lord is saying, whose report do you believe? Who's re what is the Lord saying? Is God willing to move on your behalf? Is he not the healer? By his stripes, you are healed. Only if we allow these things, this, sp this spirit of fear, the things that people have proclaimed over you, over your life, over your body, over your health, over your job, over your marriage, over your finances. See, if we allow that to hook in, that's, that becomes who we are. It's a proclamation and the devil wants it to hook on you so that you, you hang your head low and you put your tail between your legs. But God is saying, what did I say? What did I say about your situation? Have, have I said that? He's saying, I have not said that. He said, I have not given you a spirit of fear. I have not given you. What place does fear have with love? Perfect love casts out fear. He's saying, I told you by name. I called you. Many are called, but few are chosen. What do I have for you? My plans are to prosper you. Hope in a future. Yes and amen. See, we have to, to declare the, the word of the Lord over our life, over our ministry, over our family, over our job. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. This is just an appointment of the Lord right now. It's an appointment of the Lord. God is speaking. He's moving. He's speaking to his remnant. Hold on. Hold the line. Pray this through. It's go time. Come on. Fasting. Man, I'm excited about this fast. This is going to be breakthrough. We're seeing breakthrough already. Some prayers are answered quick. Some are not so quick, but we're seeing breakthrough and the Lord is going to bring justice. The Lord is a God of justice. What has been done in darkness will be brought to light. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. We cancel every assignment of hell in Jesus' name. We cancel every assignment of hell in Jesus' name. Just start speaking that out. The gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Hallelujah. The weapons of the warfare are not carnal, right? The gates of hell will not prevail. We, we stand on the promise of God, which is yes and amen. Yes. Just declare that over yourself right now. Just declare that over yourself. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The fiery darts of hell. Cast him down, lay him down. Nope, you got the shield of faith. You're good. You got the shield of faith. Boom, 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 boom. They come at you. Boom, boom, boom. You've got it. You've got it. Stand on that. Listen, you got the shield of faith. That's it. Stand on it. Stand on it. Woo. Come on. Above all, the shield of faith. Above all, the shield of faith. Some things only through prayer and fasting. I'm telling you, the Lord is just speaking this to somebody right now. Go deeper. He's been calling you by name. Go deeper. Hallelujah. Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and just soak in the presence of the Lord right now. I feel the anointing, but I just wanted to share these things with you. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Keep standing. I know I said I was going to answer some questions, but I really feel, I'm sorry if I haven't. Uh, maybe I can do that later or tomorrow, but I, I just really feel like I'm meant to go into the presence of the Lord right now. And, uh, and so thank you for, for spending this time today. And uh, let's all do that if we can. If you're able, if you're able, after we stop this broadcast, if you're able to just go into the presence of the Lord for a half hour, for 20 minutes, put on some soaking music and just relax in the presence. You know, what, what do you mean, Pastor Don? What's soaking music? Well, you can, you can put on soaking music. You can put on worship music. I mean, just, just get into the secret place and just call upon the name of the Lord and start, start decreeing and declaring for this nation, speaking life and victory over your life, over your situation, over the lies of the enemy, start canceling them, 
canceling those words that have been spoke over your life in Jesus' name. Whose report do you believe? Hallelujah. All right, guys, I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I felt his anointing very strong. Share this video if you can. Share it, share it, share it. Facebook tries to stop people from seeing it, uh, but go ahead and share it. The enemy will not be able to stop the word of the Lord. Amen. Love you guys. Bless you. We'll talk to you soon.